What is up, fellow human mutants? My name is Kyle. I am with Danny. We are back at it. Dawn of X. Going back to Excalibur. Now, last week, boy, what an adventure we had. Collecting all those werewolves and dealing with a... Uh, Dealing with a uh, colon, a guy named Colin. Just any, just dealing with anyone. Colin. Colin. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we got a uh, Richter creeping on Jubilee outside a window for some reason. It was, it was weird. It's weird. It was all weird. It yeah. made no sense. Yeah, and, and it's okay to kill, you know, werewolves as long as they're not pup werewolves. If that's the case, then you know, yeah, obviously they big pets. <laughs> sure. Sure, why not? Uh, yeah, then they'll never turn out vicious, right? Yeah, whatever. They have. Yeah. But uh, just... yeah, we are back <laughs> here. Uh, Excalibur hanging out in Camelot a little bit in Avalon. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna run into some uh, older older names that we haven't seen in a while. But um, overall, this is this is going to be another okay issue. Join us on this adventure. Have I sold you? Are you still here? You still here? I think you're really laboring the term okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say it's going to be another issue. I'm trying to get people to not like turn off the podcast like right now. I feel like I feel like right now after we said that, like instantly people are like, all right, I'm out. I'll wait till Yeah, I, I can't imagine people are excited to want to hear about Excalibur because like all the other Excalibur issues, they are now they're just stagnant. I feel like there's some sort of editorial mandate trying mm-hmm. to stymie it due to sort of uh sort of x coming out and i feel like this is kind of been stuck in limbo waiting for the stars to align up so we can progress down the sort of x path but the problem is is it feels like they've had that since the beginning of x caliber exactly and sort of x isn't coming out at the end of this year and or well in the next few months but that's pretty much the the latter end of the year and we've been reading x caliber for almost two years now year and a half yeah but i mean by the time they're in full swing and we're deep into sort of x excalibur will have been going on for two years which means it took them practically two years to get to the point to finish the story they're trying to tell and that's fucking atrocious in writing standards it's turtle a turtle's pace slower than a turtle's pace i don't get the the lack of urgency at all in any of the in any of the storytelling. I feel like they're all like, just join us. You know what? We're we're going places. We'll get there. We'll talk about it. But for now, just join us. Here we are. Yeah, we're gonna retread some Excalibur tropes as I've dubbed them, because this this book has developed its own it has, trope a lot of, it has a lot of tropes. scenario that it likes to throw out time and time again. Exactly. Um, but if you're still hanging in there, here's here's a little nugget of information that isn't Excalibur related. Let's talk about this new Mutants release once again. Yeah, let's Danny. get into this. God damn it. So it's not being strained whatsoever, which is... No, they've contractually yeah. binded it for theatrical release, so there will be no streaming. For now. For now. And uh, I just went to uh, the New Mutants t- Twitter page, and they have this silly, like, video of, like, Maisie Williams and all the rest of the cast talking, like, five days, everyone, here it comes in the theaters. Get your tickets now. Please, please, please. And you're just like, how? How? 
how do I go see this? Please, someone tell me. And that's, remember how we said they're going to run it into the, I'm just now picturing it. This is how they run it into the ground because it's, it's clear that there's contractual obligations to be held and they're just going to be like, fuck it. We're going to release it to no one. And technically that fulfills our obligation. And then probably in three months, it'll be released on streaming. Well, tell the folks at home what you just discovered. Kyle. Yes. So on this Twitter post, it tells you where to get tickets. So I went and I clicked to go see where we could get tickets. And I put in my area code. And guess what? Guess what? I got nothing. There's nothing. Nothing in my area. <laughs> like, where is this being shown? I want to know. I, wonder if, I, want, I want people to send in, like, actual confirmation of their tickets. I don't think anyone is going to be able to see this. Right, I'm just putting <laughs> They're into... just going to say, like, oh, it had a great release. We, we outdid, like, Avengers. Like, it's all going to be fabricated. <laughs> this is insane. I put in, like, four different area codes. Nothing. Oh, oh my God. Well, I mean, now they're owned by Disney, they can just employ the same tactics as they did with, like, Captain Marvel and just buy up a bunch of tickets themselves and give them away and then act like that they, they did well. They're like, look how many like, tickets we sold, even though we paid for a third of them. <laughs> how crazy is this, though? They literally sent me to... It's Fandango, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. They sent me to Fandango to search to get tickets, and I can't. I can't. They sent me to a place that they know they can't. Like, yeah, they, they, like it gets me. Wow, <laughs> it's just like here. Here's this link. It's just like you're just sl- slapping your dick in my face now. What are you I doing? I mean, this is so bizarre. I've, I've never been in a scenario like this. I know the COVID kind of changes the paradigm and everything, but the idea that they are so locked in to putting this movie out, even though they can't put this movie out, yet they're going to do a faux movie release. Like I don't understand. I don't like get how, it. what? Do they gain from this? Is this just a, to fill the contractual obligation and move on past that due to the legal constraints? Or is there something they're hoping to accomplish here? Because I don't get this. It makes zero sense. Okay. And it only makes me bitter. <laughs> I don't get it. It's just, it's, it's, it's of zero sound logic whatsoever. And it's, it baffles my mind. This movie has been a clusterfuck from the get-go. Are we going to see a movie in five days? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't get I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get what's happening. And And I wasn't even aware of this because I was, before this, we were talking about, like, oh, let's watch it next time we hang out. It should be out in a week. And you're like, that's impossible. And I'm like, what do you mean? (laughs) They said it's coming out next week. And you're like, yeah, it's coming out. But you can't see it anywhere. (laughs) You can't see it. What is, like. To who? I don't know it's coming out to. But it's someone. Maybe somewhere in Malaysia where they don't care. They're just like, hey, we, we did great in the Malaysian market. Apparently it's coming out in France, so. Oh, well, lucky them. So we'll see a nice... They'll still paint it. Yeah. They'll still paint it hard. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine any French film critics being like, the new Mimitans, it was the gold. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, magnifique. The, uh, the, the Macy Williams acting is the breakthrough. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. Move over Game of Thrones. <laughs> It's, it's, uh, this is a first. This is definitely uh, a first. This is definitely a first, and it's frustrating and beyond <laughs> any <laughs> comprehension. Uh, so maybe we'll see a movie in five mm-hmm. days. 
Maybe not. I don't know. I'd like Kinsberg because he's tied to it again. Kinsberg. Fuck Kinsberg. It's all Kinsberg. Yeah, they, they got him producing. So if you, you people are wondering how good this movie's going to be, it's got the Kinsberg seal of approval. It's got that Kinsberg. <laughs> a little bit of Kinsberg zest, as I like to call it. Do you think it's going to be worse than Dark Phoenix or better? I think it's going to be better than Dark Phoenix, for sure. I guess. I think that's I don't really, know. It's really hard to be that bad. Right? That's really bad. I mean, they could just do Dark Phoenix again. They could just, just with do the cast. I believe that they could. Play, yeah, I could believe. I could believe that'll be on the same level. I mean, Kinberg is known for that. He did Last Stand and Dark Phoenix, which are both the same movie, just slightly different. This could be that again. Could be. Could be. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it at this point. What if the Demon Bear turns out it's the Phoenix Force in disguise? <laughs> just, uh, just stop burn it now Danny Moonstar has psychic powers maybe it's trying to possess her I don't know <laughs> yeah burn it all down oh, fucking amen it's ridiculous but uh, yeah we'll see we'll see if we ever see this movie I'm still convinced I'm not seeing this movie I'm still like I can Probably accurately not. say that still to this point yeah, yeah I was gonna left, say like oh you lost left. man the movie got released even though you said it never was gonna get released but technically even though it got released, if they don't have any place to view it, that doesn't count. Doesn't, that doesn't count. Doesn't, I don't think so. And we'll see if we start hearing news about like French theaters blowing up. Flying <laughs> around the block for releasing <laughs> It's already like bad in Europe with the COVID, but I mean, now you're going to want to gather at movie theaters for this lackluster movie. Oh my God. Uh, that's weird. Yeah, I don't get it, but we shall keep on watching how this plays out. <laughs> Speaking of travesties, Excalibur. <laughs> uh, yeah, Excalibur. Back to that, folks. So, uh, what do you think of this uh, cover artwork? Uh, toe, right? We got Toe back. Yeah, yeah. It's Marcus uh, Toe up. Marcus Toe doing the uh, artwork, and uh, the cover artist, I think, is. Uh, Asara and uh, Wilson. So we got a dual cover artist again. Mm. So, um... Yes. Yeah, this cover's not bad. I don't really have any problems with the uh, the silhouette in the background. I wasn't sure who the hell that was at first, but then I was like, oh, it's the White Queen, okay. At least I think that's who that's supposed to be. Which person? Oh, you're talking about uh, later on? It's, uh... You remember... You're talking about the Satsu- Saturn Saturnine character? Looks like no, a, I'm talking about like you know what shows the silhouette on the cover. In the oh, background. the cover! I'm tripping. I'm tripping right now because I'm like jumping ahead too far. Yeah, I see. I see what you're talking about. Yeah, that's supposed to be the White Queen, right? Is Am it? Am I misunderstanding that? Because there's all the X-Men on the side or the Excalibur uh, members. Yeah, I thought it was. It could still be the the the, the, the priest the magistrix or whatever her name is. Yeah. Okay. I feel like Mim- it, uh, it looks Mariana so Stern? close. No, 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 no. Like the the. the, uh, the Whatever her name is, uh, her name I have her I have her stats. Opal Luna Saturn Saturnine. She was the uh, she's the magistrix for the fucking magic magic people, the the cult people at the end. Oh oh oh, oh okay, I know what you're talking about. I know yeah, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah 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 yeah. She's a yeah. She's a known. She's a previous. She's been around. She's been around. The, Isn't she supposed to be the, the white Marvel queen? Though? Is that who they refer to her as? Uh, did they refer to her as the White Queen? I don't remember. I thought so. She, she looks she exactly born. like. I mean, straight up, she looks exactly like. Uh, um, what's her name? Emma. 
Yes. Like, to the T. It's like, there's no difference. Like, there wasn't a character reference of her when drawn. <laughs> right? It's just like, here, yeah. traces. But uh, yeah, I mean, all in all, it's a, it's a, it's a good cover. It's, it's a good cover. cover. I, 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 I got no problems with it. It, it has a very nice uh, spacing to it. It feels like it draws your eye around the, the Citadel very well. I like that. I That's probably one of the better parts of this issue. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. kind of downhill from here. Yeah, I dig Marcus Toe's artwork too. He really does a good rogue. Too bad uh, Tinny Howard doesn't really write too right much to facilitate. Rogue. Yeah, t- you know Marcus Toe's artwork has grown on me. Yeah, at first I was a little indifferent about it. I didn't like dislike it, but I didn't really like it. After this issue, I kind of hit a point where I'm like, okay, like you know what, you're doing as best as you can with these characters in this convoluted storyline that's super messy. And I mean, I imagine he'd have to get good at drawing these characters eventually because they're in the same fucking scenarios over and over again. Mm-hmm. So it's almost as if like he's practicing every issue. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. yeah, so you gotta get polished eventually, right? You know? Yeah, maybe they'll, they'll, they'll have a real, like, this issue that they keep iterating over and over again will be really good one day. Yeah, and at the end, there's some really unique character designs that I actually kind of appreciated. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Interesting stuff. Marcus Toe. I want to see more of his stuff. I want to see him work with uh, someone else as well. I haven't seen too much of his work. Yeah, let's get him working with Hickman or something. That would be cool. Percy. I want to see what he could do with Percy's work. Percy, yeah, that'd be great. I want to see Marcus's toes, like, body (laughs) horror. I want to see all of Marcus's toes. (laughs) <laughs> all right let's dive into this bitch shall we yep let's do it so we start off uh we got the the team the excalibur team they're just kind of ha- playing hot potato with the <laughs> with the werewolf uh heads for the most part handing them off to apocalypse i believe is at the end of that chain and we're getting a narration i believe it's just the writer's narration or is it supposed no, to apocalypse. be it's apocalypse. It's apocalypse. It's apocalypse okay Okay, so yeah, he's just talking about like Morgan Flay's defeated kid, Jamie Braddock. He's he's catching you up for the most part. Uh, And then uh, he mentions we have no war with Opal, Luna, Saturnine, and yet the Starlight Citadel remains hidden to us. And uh, pretty much uh, they're all like, yo, we gotta gotta get root access into the Citadel, you know? It's a, it's, we don't need to get like, we don't need to brute force it, but just, you know, a good backdoor would be nice, you know? Yeah, just something to allow us to progress in and finish this fucking 20 issue long quest right <laughs> it's yeah it's ridiculous i don't know they could do a whole issue i did like, like those three panels with apocalypse on the right though where it showed him like torturing morgan Le Fay or experimenting on her then it showed him like just, just wrecking a hole into the ground yeah and then you see a uh, throwback to his older four horsemen and he, he talks about how he sacrificed them or had them sacrifice themselves by fighting like an eternal hell spawn for yes. all eternity that's i was like that's insane. fucking metal i like that right oh <laughs> uh, that's insane too yeah and uh what do you think of these hell spawns at the at the bottom bottom page i, I did these i did these designs oh we, yeah they got like a wolf very, very we got like a, design. a slug monster i, I do enjoy it. i do monster. enjoy their depictions just yeah. their that spread of how they're evenly across the bottom it does look very emboating yeah um yeah and he's kind of uh telling uh the team this and we get a, a moment where uh 
Gambus is like, you want me to thank you? He's like, no, bitch. I want you to do something for our people. This has been the sediment between him and Gambit for every issue since the beginning. It's constantly like, what do you, what what a big whoop, you want to fight about it? And every time Hawkins is like, (laughs) like, do you give a shit about mutantum? Like, what are you even here for? And he's like, I'm here to bang road. And it's like, (laughs) way to become one-dimensional Gambit. Oh, I really hate how all the characters are being siloed into one idea, concept, identity, trait. It's, It's frustrating, and that's, it's just where life is now though but and i gotta deal with that i gotta deal with that as a person yeah it's because they can't progress they're trapped inside the paradigm of excalibur and they're just they're they're stagnating here they're literally withering away into just one aspect and fuck man i just want sort of x to start now because i want them to move past this yeah please please let's get somewhere soon we're gonna have to yeah we might have to finish like uh uh, ten and eleven in one issue. Yeah, at this point we have to because then at least we could get them to progress in right. a story. Something. I don't feel like I feel like we're just talking about like it's. Remember when Kevin Smith did the story about like the Lord of the Rings and the whole walking point? I feel like we're just walking. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna walk from point A to point B. Gambit's gonna fight with Apocalypse. Shogo's gonna want to turn into a dragon, and Jubilee's gonna want to be overprotective. Betsy's gonna have one kind of voice, one narrative. Super inept. Betsy will definitely be super inept. Pete Wisdom is gonna show up randomly and not really do much and then leave. Mm-hmm. And that's it. There you go. Excalibur issue. Oh, and and I guess you got Richter doing stuff. Richter's kind of had some character progression, and I yeah. I like the character progression. Richter. That was good. I like how uh, Rogue became kind of like Apocalypse Rogue for a bit, and I like the stuff that Apocalypse is doing with Jamie. But all that stuff is so muted; it's irrelevant. And it's just overburdened by this this delay in Betsy's character development that's holding everyone back. Yeah, you have to cut through a lot of the weeds to get to any of that. And yeah. who knows where that's going to go for. But yeah, those are just tidbits in every issue, and that's unfortunate. Yeah, but we cut to uh, the Starlight Citadel, and they kind of catch you up on the Starlight citadel uh it's been it existed as long as otherworld has existed um what else do we know about this uh, it was destroyed uh by the captain britain corpse in the past and it's uh, been resurrected and we know that the opal luna Saturnine is currently um running that shit right now yep uh what else what else did we learn from this um I don't know. It always, the, the Starlight Citadel always seemed like one of those things, like the Mkron crystal, yeah. where it was kind of like a, a a MacGuffin for the story that's going on. Because you always have these big events that subside a lot of the logic that goes into the foundation of how these are supposed to work. Yeah. Like, what was the relevance of this for the Mkron crystal when they had Secret Wars last uh big arc with uh, Hickman a few years back like these things are supposed to be the crux to a lot of those events and it seems like they're just overwritten and irrelevant pretty fast all I remember is this is the pretty much the the council of Ricks yeah for, but for, just Britons, for Britons. Yeah. Just Captain Britain, just a yeah. bunch of Captain Britain show up that's, that's, yeah um, that's pretty much the extent of my knowledge of Starlight Citadel yeah um, yeah yeah. Or the Council of Reeds. The Council of Reeds. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much 
all you need to know. It's pretty much catching you up on the uh, uh, Lady Saturnine and her faction of uh, Omniversal Guardians. Uh, I guess she replaced Merlin. There we go. There's some tidbits. She replaced Merlin. And, you know, that this is it's saying, hey, bad guy, check. Check it out. Here we go. Moving on. Let's do it. Cut to time. But, I mean, we've kind of had that understanding since the beginning because they yes, kept talking exactly. about her as the opposition now that Morgan Le Fay has shifted out. Because she to. was the one that was originally standing against Morgan and they were like the yin and yang fighting each other. This is a Hickman chart that you didn't have to tell me. You, sh- you showed me. You showed me it. Yeah, like this has already been... It feel like a lot of the rehashing in this is due to the fact that the story's taken so long to progress. They're just trying to forcefully spend time to bring you up to speed, but it's mm-hmm. like, nothing's changed. Like, you don't have to tell me these things. This happened two issues ago. <laughs> it's still happening. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, let's keep go- going, because yeah, if we don't keep going, it'll, 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 it'll keep sta- staying static. But we cut to rituals. Following a successful werewolf Hunt, Excalibur seeks unimpeded passage into Otherworld, but there is a great distance to travel before their dream might become a reality, and great danger lies ahead. And we got a big cast, good, 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 good amount of people in this issue. And uh, we cut to um, where are we? Are we at the, li- oh, the lighthouse? Oh, lighthouse. We are at the lighthouse. Okay, cool. We are at the lighthouse, and we got the uh, all the dragon dragon heads. Uh, they're all they're all there. We're about to summon the dragon. Um, <laughs> it looks like it, at least something. Like, yeah, like it's it. glowing. And yeah, <laughs> like gonna make their wish. While that's happening, um, we got uh, again with Shogo being Shogo and uh, and everything. And we got, we got, okay, and this issue we get, we get Rogue and Gambit getting way touchy-feely, like, in the middle of nowhere. Like, right now we're getting it, which is fine. They're, they're casual, but it happens again it's later. It's like, like brushing your hair, mid. too. It's kind of funny. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. It's right in front of the center of the room in front of everybody. Like, and they're all just sitting around it trying to ignore it as best as they can. Like, you look at Jubilee and Betsy. They're both looking down in the exact same way while they're, yeah. like, dead in front of them. Yep. Yeah, it's so weird. It's weird. Um, while that's happening, uh, we got a creepy Brian, and let's talk about this suit. <laughs> what did he do? He just shows up and touches the ground, like he's just like feeling it, like what he's looking for something. Like he lost doing? his keys, <laughs> right? What are you doing? What are you moping for? What's going on? Why are you doing this? And while and then I'm- Betsy's fucking psychic powers go off, and yeah. she's just like, wait presence i recognize she gets a spidey sense yeah <laughs> and she and she, we cut uh straight to uh her kind of just uh talking to him and he's just like yo yo i see you i see you. what are you doing <laughs> like what are you doing what what is going on? <laughs> i see you of course you see me you're fucking talking to me i'm right here i'm looking at you too <laughs> And he just hops his car and peels off. Yeah. <laughs> he bails. He bails. Did nothing. Didn't show him doing anything. He literally just showed up in the rain, touched the ground for a second. Betsy's like, I see you. He looks at her and just drives off. Oh, what is happening? <laughs> what is this type of... This is not communication. I don't get it. But these are the interactions we're getting in this. Um, yeah. And Rogue's like, Betsy, did you see something out there? And she's like, I can't like, sleep either. Let's leave. Let's doesn't leave. Even, like, tell her, Let's tell the team it. anything. It's, it's ridiculous. Very emotional. Very emotionally driven. That is uh, for sure. 
Um, but we cut to um, we cut to the uh, Citadel, yep. and uh, we get these uh, two uh, people. One of them is. Um, Actually, I think they're both priestesses yeah. for like the White Queen. Yeah, they're just the they're just random random. Yeah, they're priests, like clerics, if you will. Yeah, and uh, they are kind of meeting up at this hall at the end of the hallway at this door, and they're they, they she hands off uh, one of them hands off a package little little uh, little thing. And they refer yeah. to I guess it's the vault. They refer to it. Uh, um. And she, or uh, no, 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 never mind. It's not called the vault. She just mentions that she. They're, they're, the working, they're handing it to the vault. Yes, that's what that weird door is. There's some sort of, and a weird white gloved hand pops out and grabs it and closes it right away. Yes, and uh, okay. Can you make sense of what happens and more or less from what they're talking about to what they see when they enter is uh, essentially like apocalypse. Uh, through like uh, the moon and the sun, and yeah, they, they're walking and talking about just like things happening, and then all of a sudden, uh, the redheaded one is like, "Do you see that?" And the better question, and then the other one says, "Better question: Does he see us?" As yes. it's like Apocalypse's giant face staring down at them, and one of his eyes is the moon. It's very bizarre. Yes, and the, the redhead one is his nonsense. Uh, there's no way this is we're completely cloaked like this is during wartime and plus if we were in danger the alarms would go off and then the alarms go off and then the alarms go off <laughs> yeah it cuts the alarms going off um so we cut back to or i guess not back we cut to london and we go back to the akaba gang and uh that group what they're up to and mariana stern yeah mariana stern and uh I like this way how they they introduce each other. What's up? They go Mary Met, and everyone's just like Mary Met. <laughs> and then so, the one guy's all bitter. He's like, "I am not Mary Met because yeah. things have gone to shit." Yeah. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I got a fence. He's just like, "This is my time." It's like, "Yeah, I'm an alcoholic, and uh, let me tell you my story." <laughs> and then he goes to bring us up to speed on the fucking story again yeah. that we've all been following. Here we go. And he does a little uh, exposition dump that we already know. We, we just had an exposition now. like two pages ago about everything. <laughs> and he's more or less telling us everything about Captain Britain and, Such a trial Brad, this, and Braddock on the throne again and fearing uh, apocalypse. More, yeah, like, and then talking about Morgan Le Fay missing. And like, Morgan, well, yeah, Morgan Le Fay missing. Yeah, yeah. They're like, so we have to do something about this. And since we're some weird occultish <laughs> faction, we're, we're going to do what we do best. Anyone want to get sacrificed? Who wants to sacrifice? And one dude's all like, I'm done. I'm down. Let's do Dude's it. He's like, check out my pecs. He I'm dethrones. down. He dethrones. He dethrones. Uh, I can't. Uh, <laughs> derobes. I could speak. Um, <laughs> I like how she says, "With your death, we will kill our failure." <laughs> we will kill our failure. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's great. And he he takes it. He embraces it. Uh, but we get Megan. How do you pronounce her? I always for I always fuck up this last name. Megan Persuno. Persuno. Oh, you're talking about uh, Ca- uh, Captain Britain's uh, wife, right? Yes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Brian's wife. Yeah. Brian's wife. Yeah. Uh, I. Put your new. 
Pikirnu? 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 But yeah, she's she's infiltrating at the moment. And as this is happening, uh, we we get to see the shadow of Stern stabbing this, making the sacrifice. And as this is happening, she leaves. She bounces. And let's talk about this weird tonal shift right here where she's freaking out. She's panicking. She couldn't take it. She's infiltrating, I assume, as a spy. And she bails right outside waiting for her is Hot Hands himself, Hot Knives himself, uh, Pete Wisdom. And like the sense of urgency instantly diminishes and they just walk away. Can we talk about the fact, though, that Clanacabra is very well versed with the people of Britain, especially their iconic characters. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like Captain Britain's wife would be someone they recognize. Yes. Also mentioning the fact that she has pointy mutineers and they're exactly. kind of anti-mutant right now. So I feel like this new lady showing up with pointy mutineers would kind of raise some questions. Might make a little, a couple people, you know, raise an eyebrow too. Plus, why use his wife? Like, it seems like that's a big red flag like that would be a, kind of a you would be jeopardizing not only her life but the mission yeah like would you want to go it's with someone choice. who's more unknown it's a weird choice yeah yeah i mean you have mystique for example shape change why not bring in mystique like yeah, wouldn't yeah. she be perfect for something like this you would think you would think i mean i i guess they just want to use her for moments where she's sucked out into space i don't know that's her one trick now <laughs> that's, but that's, that's her thing, it yeah. seems messy and like her character portrayal is like freaking out and then all of a sudden she's like oh hey what's going on hey man let's go let's go for a walk and they just casually walk away yes that's the thing is she just bolted out of the meeting like they sacrificed someone she booked it and no one cared right? to follow her it's it, so bizarre i don't get it ah just what is going on here i feel like <laughs> Teeny Howard doesn't know how to progress stories organically. Like every moment, she's just like, How do we get out of the scene? Right? How did I even get into this scene? What did, <laughs> see, that's the thing is, I, I don't even remember them looking to Megan to try to bring her into it. From right. what I was gathering in the last few issues she was in, she seemed pretty adamant about not being involved with this. Going right. to the Islander Kakoa originally and wanting to just. Take a vacation, Brian's sake. Really? But now that's not happening. Oh, I mean, there's she's still toying with the idea, but it still feels like, what the hell is happening here? <laughs> yeah. Why are you characters all fucking encased in time and can't like shake your fucking narrative? <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. Because Hot Knives is just here as a, like just like to get her information, and exactly. then that's it. And then, then she makes fun of him because he's like, "You're into, you're into Betsy," and then that's it. <laughs> that is, that is it. That is it. That is what the next page and a half is more or less about. Yeah. Um, but which we already knew he was into Betsy. He was so. into Betsy. He, 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 he yeah. Oh. And uh, I don't, I don't know. You're right. So There's- he's clearly not moving forward in the story, and neither is she. <laughs> now we progress. <laughs> Every character is still st- stuck in the same note. Same uh, note. And they just casually walk to a portal and she's like, all right, peace. And this is all right in front of their clan uh, location. All like, happened where the, in the front Cabaret, of that. Their secret clan location. Where they just sacrificed a human. <laughs> yeah, just murdered a dude. It makes no, no one sense. Cares. 
it makes no sense. No. Uh, but we cut back to the team, Excalibur team, and they found the thingamabob. What is it called again? I already forgot. Citadel? Citadel. There we go. That's the word I was looking for. And yeah, they find it, and uh, they they're a su- little surprised that they find it. And they're using is that the bait that they're using for uh, Shogo in front? With a little, they're little, trying little to little like uh, what's it called? Um, no, no, that's just uh, I think I don't know if Shogo can project those images or that's Betsy oh, doing it. Is that him like projecting? Like I think he, that's Betsy wants. doing it though. I think he's Betsy hungry. is psychically manifesting what he's feeling mm-hmm. to try to help him communicate to Jubilee. Oh, and Jubilee's like, "Oh, you're hungry. All right, let's go eat an apple orchard. If you eat sheep, it's going to be kind of problematic." <laughs> She's like, "I don't want to replace those." I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Those are tough. Those are expensive. They're good. Uh, they're good trade. Good trade. Uh, but yeah, they just pounce down on two fucking bunnies. It's great. <laughs> you're like, come here, bunnies. You fuck you. <laughs> uh, Betsy's after them, and she's like, I'm gonna hunt yeah, these bunnies. Betsy goes after them. The rest of the team just kind of casually just hangs out in uh, the cold, camping again. In the cold, we get Richter starting a fire, uh, and we get. Uh, oh, he's trying to. He has some. To. He has the kindling. Yeah, and, he, and fucking Gambit's just like, yeah, shit. Because like, yeah. <laughs> on there, instantly after that happens, they just start touching each other again. It's great. This, this, this is all over each other. Kind of romantic. And yeah. he's like, I don't know. And she's like, I don't know, Mary. And he's like, all right. And <laughs> Betsy's like, knock it off. Yeah, knock it off, you too. <laughs> I brought fucking rabbits. I got the rabbits. I fucked them up. Yeah. Time to eat some rabbit. Good good times. Good times. Uh, when's the last time you had a rabbit, Danny? Uh, I don't think I've ever had rabbit, buddy. No, rabbit's pretty. I don't think rabbit's so. not too bad. It's not too bad. I heard it could be kind of gamey. It's a little gamey. It's definitely a little gamey for sure. It seems like too like I'd rather have like venison or buffalo. Rabbit stew would be a good way to. Oh have shit, that makes yeah because yeah. everyone's always talking about rabbit stew, so that would yeah that and would apply yeah. itself to then the gameyness. Yeah, you would you wouldn't get as too much gameyness. More richness. It's not too bad. Not too bad. Highly recommended. I do like that Jubilee's not down for it though, where she's nah, like, I don't want to eat a bunny because she's all she's forever childish. Yeah. This is the problem is she's a she's a grown woman with a child and she's crying about eating a bunny and turns around at bars. And Richter's like, protein bars, that mm-hmm. sounds great. Let's get down. And he's like, These are candy bars. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. Why yeah. should you be a mother? <laughs> right. Okay, he doesn't uh, say that much, but in my mind, I'm like, yeah. if you can't fucking put aside your emotions to survive and you'd rather try to survive off candy bars, it shows me you have no foresight because there's no sustainable life in just eating candy bars. No. <laughs> what does she feed the kid? That's what I'm right? wondering. That's what I want to know. I, I think child services should be brought in if, if she's eating candy bars. Yeah. I mean, as a kid, you might be like, this is awesome, but (laughs) as an adult, you'd be like, that's bad parent. While they're they're, uh, kind of uh, huddling over the fire, they're kind of bringing you up once again to speed about the kind of the Britons, Captain Britons at the Citadel for a second, and how uh, uh, it was once destroyed. Um, and she mentions she needs to find out, and right? She just mentions, but I need, I, I'm certain I need to find out. And it cuts yeah, to Yeah, because she's the new Captain Britain, so she's saying this is her charge, just to look yeah. after the Citadel and see what's going on. Yeah, and that's when we cut to the priestess. 
the priestesses of the Starlight Citadel, along with uh, what's her name, oh. Luna, Luna de, I already forgot her name, uh, Miramani. Uh, no, I don't know. I'll figure it out. But yeah, the queen, the white queen, that looks uh-huh. exactly like Emma, and they're just kind of talking about um, serving the uh, Omniversal Magistrix. Which is interesting. So it's pretty much the Omniversal Development Core, but like with magic. Yeah, they're supposed to be the protectors of the realm and, and serve as a seat of balance of power in uh, other world because now things have become upset. They have to step up to to fight against it. But she's all like, uh, she she whips out her her little thing and she taps the side and she's like, "All right, I need you guys in a major." All of you. And she's yeah. like, you guys ready? <laughs> I you all to harmonize now. Harmonize. And she <laughs> throws some Sailor Moon-esque headbands to all of them. Yeah. Start harmonizing with. And they, yeah. Some, some, something happens. There, there are some power emits from the headbands and they're all, they're all singing. They're all singing yeah. an A. Um, and I like how she's trying to like still fight against Morgan Le Fay where she's like, this is Morgan Le Fay's fault. Her foolishness has brought us this. It's like, this dude Apocalypse is peering down at us. We can't stand for any of this. Continue on. Sing my children. <laughs> and they just start singing. Sing. Yeah. And we cut to the rite of initiation of the white priestess, the moonlit diadem. And uh, this is pretty much what they're singing. Yeah. It's like the little sonata that they're singing. It's kind of breaking down the lyrics and the. the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all very like tongue in cheek almost. Yeah. It's. it's- literally mentions all reality and self-reality and all these dumb like concepts that are tied to their multi-reality spectrum and yeah not really not really anything that um she hasn't already mentioned in just sure. regular conversations sure well, so now they're seeing it. It. <laughs> that's all you need to know i'm not even gonna yeah that's really it that is it they're <laughs> retreading things that they love to already yeah. retread. um we come back to the gang and uh, Rabbit meets Ready. It's good to go. Uh, we see Betsy kind of sharing with Rogue a little bit. And uh, what are they talking about? What are they? What are they? What are they communicating over? Well, Rogue, Rogue is noticing that she's sitting kind of off by herself because they're all back by the fire, back mm. in the background there, and they're enjoying some delicious rabbit on a stick. And Rogue's like, "Sug, why are you all alone?" <laughs> she's trying to be all folksy and shit. Yeah. She's just like, it says something that you, when you're sitting alone that you got more in your mind. And she's just trying to say, like, I don't know what to do about all this. Like, I feel like there's a lot weighing on my shoulders. Like, all the Captain Britons throughout the multiverse are tied to this. And I have to stand, step up and make sure that everything is seen through to the end. I have to do something. And then all of a sudden, she's like, do you hear that singing? And she's like, oh, yeah, you guys. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Out of nowhere, you just hear like this singing, just them going like oh, and this yeah, shooting this beam of light comes down from the sky, and these giant huge. like ballista-sized arrows are being shot at them. <laughs> Ridiculously huge arrows. Um, and we have a uh, Shogo and uh, uh, Jubilee up in the air and for some reason, for which some makes reason, no sense. Yeah, they're down in the air. Yeah. Everyone's eating, so like, why are they just flying above them? Well, I guess she mentions they're gonna try to catch some fish. I guess. Oh yeah, that's, that's, that's true. That's true. Yeah, they're, stupid, they're stupid reason, but whatever. And then out of nowhere, that dragon gets Daenerys hard. Well, 
Yeah. Which makes sense because they're in territory that's contested that they are mm -hmm. te technically not welcome in. And she, Jubilee, through this entire time, has constantly put Shogo in harm's way. Yes. For no reason. Yes. And she's always been like, you hurt my kid. And it's like, shouldn't you be more no. mad at yourself for putting your kid constantly in these scenarios? Like, do you really need to ride a dragon around? I know that's awesome. I know that's cool. Yeah, you're, but you're sneaking up. Koa, where you're safe and don't have to worry about just getting shot out of the sky. I feel like we have mutants who can teleport, so why don't you bring them along and just fucking teleport to where you need to go? Or better yet, Storm, or not Storm, Rogue, who can copy anybody's powers, should just copy a teleporter and then teleport. This whole needing to travel is what slows Yeah. Because they're constantly like, we gotta go over this hill. It's just like you said with Lord of the Rings and the whole Smith like rendition. Yeah. It's like they're just constantly moving forward and never really getting anywhere. Yeah, that's what we're getting a lot. But uh, yeah, Betsy tries to contact her. She's like, "Yo, are you okay? What's happening?" Um, it seems like he's hurt a lot based off of what I'm feeling, and uh, she's like, "Nah, man, I'm not doing good. We're going down, bitch." And <laughs> they so they try to go help. And uh, the once the once uh, Betsy kind of gets there and helps, uh, what's Jubilee's just a like? Oh, yeah. Tell tell Shogo not to look at mommy because she's yeah. going into rage mode. Because I'm going to rage yeah. down these like fucking sword shaped fireworks that just fucking crater yeah. that area. That was dope. That was pretty That's dope. Really cool. I like I that the her bringing down that is what slowed her descent. Because at first I was like, how is Jubilee even hovering? Like, what's happening right now? But then I'm like, all right, you're doing kind of a Cyclops thing where you're using the force of what you're doing to kind of show it. Right. But I, I, I'm still a little confused about afterwards of like, how did is she, she get landing? out? Yeah, like, how did she just not faceplant and die? Because like, she doesn't have super strength anymore. She's not a vampire. So like, I kind of feel like falling from that height would it's just... Hurt. <laughs> it's going to hurt a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, poetic license, because we got to do this really okay. cool. Cut away, cut away. Yeah. And that's what we do. We cut away to... Uh, not Emma, Emma? Not Emma, Emma. Hanging out yeah. in front of her mirror of magical of magical wisdom, showing her what's going on. And we see the, the explosion of Jubilee. And uh, as it's happening, she's like... She reaches for that package that uh, that, that was... The, yeah, the, the little like, the stack of, of magic beans or whatever. Who yes. knows what's in there? Yes. And as she's looking at it, uh, she kind of is just mentioning that she's going, it's her rant about putting a stop to everything. And I will find a balance to the Omniverse, blah, 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 blah. But as she's holding it, we're kind of uh, shown this image of uh, the, the, the Captain Britain Corp. And it's, it's not only the Captain Britain Corp, it is Excalibur as the Captain Britain Corp. Yeah. I like Jubilee's design a lot. I feel like it really it works. I liked her style, especially with the bubblegum pop mm -hmm. going on and like the color spectrum of her fireworks. Like that's really cool. I'm positive that's supposed to be Richter next to her, but he has the most generic Captain Britain look. You it couldn't looked tell so much it like Brian. Brian or her. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was Brian, but it probably is Richter. Yeah, that's why I assume because everyone else is from Excalibur, so you get that kind of vibe that, all right, that's got to be Richter or something. Let's talk about this rogue mask. <laughs> now, I really did. That's a throwback to um, Union Jack. Union, Union Jack, Jack. Just looked like that. Yeah. He would wear a mask just like that, and it looked really good on him. 
I I actually think her design looks better than Betsy's by far. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that Betsy design pisses me off. Yeah. Like, I feel Jack. like they should have did this as well and, like, let her hair go out of it. I think that would have made it look a lot better. Exactly. On her as well. Exactly. Instead of making her look like she had, like, a Special Olympics football, like, helmet or something. <laughs> and then Gambit's literally just Gambit, but with the color palette. <laughs> and the mask, I guess. Union Jack was in Captain America First Avenger. He was? Apparently. James Montgomery Fallsworth appears Captain America, the first Avenger, played by J.J. Field. Uh, he is one of several POWs, uh, POWs that has been held at uh, Hydra. Oh, so he's just kind of like a guy that's been in uh, Hydra. We can give a nod to this dude. You guys remember him? Give a nod like, to him. Who cares? Like, actually okay. write the character or just leave him out. Yeah. Stop putting people into shit and never using them. There's no Ooh. point. Like, fans are not going to be like, oh my god, it's <laughs> Union Jack. He's fucking Union Jack, he man. Union Jack shit, but whatever, yeah. that's his name, that's and that's the person playing him, and I'm being represented as a comic book fan. Yeah! <laughs> Fuck this, man. Ah, uh, so weird. Do you know that Captain America First Avenger in, like, four or five countries was just released as the First Avenger? <laughs> Interesting. They, did, they left the Captain America part out because Why? they didn't want to oh, push people Oh, because Captain America, right, yeah. Yeah. Hey, French first, I think in China they literally just called it the first Avenger. That makes sense. Yeah. How to sell to China. You know, we're all about this character in America, but unless we want to make money, who cares? Exactly. Uh, uh, and then yeah. it ends. The issue's over. And that's it. We're that's... pretty much right where we were, except they walked a little closer, but. A little closer. A couple more steps, but same place. And now they're going to fight Captain Britain versions of themselves. I guess. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see how this plays out. But yeah, like I said, uh, we'll probably do issue 10 and 11 together or 10 through 12. I don't, I think 13 starts is 12 start, uh, sword, uh, tennis swords or just 13 starts. Ten, ten uh, regardless. Ooh, question, we'll, actually, I'm, we'll, I'm at the release. It looks like, uh, 11 is before, uh, so I think it'd be 12. That'd be 12. Unless 12 is the final one before Ten of Swords. No, because that Sword of X is coming out next month, so that means that this has probably 11. one more. We probably got one more. Yeah, Excalibur 11 has to be the one that's that's the prelude. It is not. It is not. It's out already, and it's not. I read it. Excalibur 11 is not a prelude? It is. Let me double check. So they don't talk about sort of it. Okay, so then that means twelve would be the prelude. Yes, yeah, so the twelve is going to be. the Okay, prelude. so then yeah, we'll just do ten and eleven together. Yeah, sounds. Because yeah, there's no reason not to. I mean, in the reading order, that technically is you're supposed to read Excalibur nine through 10, 11 together anyway. So, fuck it. Right. Oh, you know what? I'm kind of uh, skipping through it. It looks like they're setting up some sword stuff. Yeah. Yeah, this always is. I mean, like they mentioned little things here and there in every issue that kind of sets it up. But there's got to be one that's like literally the the prelude into it, where you're like, okay, after this issue, everything is no longer Don of X; it's Sword of X. Yeah. Um... Well, we well let's do that though. Let's do nine, uh, nine. or not. Let's do ten and eleven, 10 together, 11 together. See how it works. Enjoyable series, like maybe mm. like kind of how Marauders is taking a dip. 
we'll just do the Marauders all together too. Yeah. And then at that point we'll be caught up. For real close. Sounds good to me. Yeah. yeah. Might have to be the case. Might have to consolidate. We've been saying that, but it's going to happen. But, yeah. I think, I think we really should because there's no way we're going to catch up if we don't. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, catch up with us in the future folks as we consolidate and give you our opinions in a more concise manner but that'll do it for us yeah trust us when we say that'll help yeah because really we could have read nine through or we could have read the last five issues of excalibur together and the story would have moved zero (laughs) it would have been more interesting though yeah at least it would have been done because then it would have you we could have just skipped over all the parts where they were trying to rehash or like bring you up to speed because you're still up to speed because we just talked about it (laughs) Uh, but let us know if you guys like our Excalibur issues um, or if you want us to just move faster just to get the story out there. Let us know. Um, but that'll do it for us this week. Where are we going next time? We are going to Wolverine 4. Wait, did we do 3? Did we do Wolverine uh, No, we did not do Wolverine 3. We did Wolverine 1 and 2. One You're and thinking two. of Wolverine 2. Which we did. Yes. So we have to do Wolverine three, I imagine. Yeah, that's later on. Uh, next is supposed to be X Force nine. Oh right, you're right, you're right. X Force nine is the next one. X Force nine followed by Nightcrawler, followed by Hellions. We have done Hellions, so that's yeah. one we need to do. And then Wolverine two, we did. So we'll be relatively caught up after X Force and Hellions, and then from there we'll just start. I think we'll just start doing consolidations where we can Sounds just get. Good. I feel like we don't need to do individual uh, releases for any more of the Excalibur and Marauder. No, it's safe to say we don't have to do that anymore. We could. Uh, uh, hell, I think even for Cable, we'll be by that point. Cable three will be out, so I say we do two and two and three, three. Of Cable back to back as well. We could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't hurt. Wouldn't hurt. Uh, let us know if you guys have any suggestions for the format. Um, but that'll do it for us this week. Uh, remember the robots will kill you, so go and keep your baby safe and uh, free from harm and free from magic. It's not that hard. You just yeah, just because your baby can turn into a dragon doesn't mean you have to make him turn into a dragon and ride him around. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> you could, you could, yeah, you could make more uh, responsible decisions. Just yeah. <laughs>